Hey, everybody. Welcome to another version of Flock and Gather. It's your only 18-minute podcast in the spa and wellness channel. You know me. I'm Alan Scher. I'm your host. I run the Spa Industry Association. We have over 100,000 members scattered across the country. And I'm only going from Arizona to one of my favorite towns, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Today, I'm with Dr. Shivani Gupta. She's an Ayurvedic practitioner, an author, a speaker, a formulator. You're absolutely going to love her. Good morning, Shivani, or good afternoon these days. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. You know, you. it's really funny. You and I started talking before this, and I always say, your resume runs long, but it's always when you talk to people, like you get to know them in this little box um, super quick. So for the benefit of all our listeners, give us 30 seconds on how you came up. How did you end up as an Ayurveda uh, practitioner? Sure. So I was born in Houston, Texas, and I would go to India every single year to see my family. And as I grew up in these two different worlds, I couldn't understand how in the U.S., every time I got sick, they treat me one way. And every time I got to India, it was herbs, spices, and teas. And so growing up in these two worlds, by the time I hit high school and college, I realized, wow, there's so much sickness. There's so much disease out there. But we have this really interesting opportunity to do profound self-care, to drop ourselves into profound, like relaxed states that are truly healing. We have the opportunity to use oil and skincare and teas and herbs to heal our bodies. And that led me on the journey to studying Ayurveda under all the gurus all over India. And once I immersed in that world, I realized I have to teach the world Ayurveda. I have to create things that will shift our health and create the transformations we need. Um, I love it. I love it because if I correct me if I'm wrong, but the talk of Ayurvedic practice goes back to the Sanskrit texts, which are what, 4,000 years old. So I always tell people, you need allopathic medicine, you need modern medicine, but there's no reason that you shouldn't put a little faith in 4,000 years of on the ground practice. Correct me if I'm wrong. Absolutely. There's so much to it. It's it's thousands of years of wisdom. It's gone through the eons. It's it's harnessing the power of plants and herbs and spices and what Mother Earth gives us to heal ourselves. These are ancient, timeless practices. Um, we are uh, born into a society these days where people go, I don't feel good. I'm going to the doctor. And they mean the medical uh, doctor. And again, I think there's a place for everything today, but Shivani, that's not always the answer, right? Like I, in my uh, life, I'm longer than the 34 years I've been in this business, I started by going to the chiropractor when my body hurt. I went to massage because I was feeling exhausted. I bought the upsell because she had essential oils and then I got addicted to using essential oils. It's, it's part of my life um, these days. So I, as I said to you before we started, I know that the subject of Ayurvedic medicine can can get long in the teeth. It it takes patience, which no one has today. So if you said to someone, give it a quick start, here's a couple things you can do. What does that look like? You're right. Ayurvedic medicine is pretty vast because it encompasses nutrition, detoxification, sleep, circadian rhythm 
the daily detox self-care rituals. And when I was doing my master's in Ayurvedic sciences, I thought to myself, I could do this same thing 20 times and I'd still be learning. And then when I hit herbology, I realized, wow, turmeric is one of the most profound ways we can help ourselves reduce inflammation, support the system. So I did my PhD dissertation on turmeric. So to me, the best way to support our health is consume turmeric in the right form, get ourselves healthy and de-inflamed. It's an important part of overall health. Another big one is use a copper tongue scraper. It's a simple self-care habit, but it detoxes the body. It impacts all organs of the body, just like reflexology reflects all the organs. All of our organs are reflected on the bottom of our feet. In the same way, all our organs are reflected on the tongue. Another beautiful one is Abhyang Massage. Abhyang Massage is self-massage. We can either go to amazing spas that offer it, which is delicious, or we can also buy very high quality food grade oils and do that practice at home. And it's very grounding to the system. So I teach everyone at a minimum dry brush, I mean, at a minimum tongue scrape. And when you can get to it, use a dry brush and abhyang massage in your evening to move your lymphatic system, detox the body gently, and abhyang to ground yourself at the end of your day. Okay, those are all good. Where do people go uh, to buy the right kind of turmeric, to buy a tongue scraper, to get a dry brush? How do they do that? So I created a whole supplement line about seven years ago because my goal was to show people that we can create a huge transformation in our health when we take turmeric in the right form at the right potency. And my goal there was to show that all of Western medicine has this opportunity to give us a different anti-inflammatory than the ones they're, that they're offering. So mine is called Fusionary Formulas. Um, when it comes to copper tongue scrapers and things like that, I think Amazon is pretty great. I'm developing my own beautiful one right now, but that's still in process. Um, I think as long as you go to like a Whole Foods or a health food store, you're always going to get good quality for the dry brushes and oils and things like that. So people over the years have always asked me, um, can I go to, not picking on anyone, can I go to Walgreens or CVS and buy supplements or should I be going somewhere else? How do you address that? The thing is, supplements is not regulated. Our sector is not regulated. And a lot of people are trying to make products at the lowest cost possible. So I don't buy any of my supplements at the corner drugstore. I don't believe that any of those have been are trustworthy to, for me to ingest to get the result I want. And what people don't know is out of the entire turmeric plant, only 3% the curcuminoids. And out of those, just the one curcumin is the most effective at reducing inflammation. So it's so important that when we take anything, we take it in the potent form. Like that's why I love the spa industry overall. You're going to people who study their craft, who believe in what they do, who want to create an impact in our bodies. And it's a group that really believes in quality and giving us that quality. So in the same way, I think it's so important that when we invest in supplements and what goes in or on our bodies, we're choosing the high quality choices. Got it. Okay. I like that as an answer because I've never one, been one to go in the corner drugstore either. I'm always trying to do a little research. Uh, for our listeners' sake, you do have to do a little research. You know, we, we have gotten so used to the one-click key at Amazon and other places that you forget that you've got to stop and think a little bit about what it is you're doing. Okay, talk okay. to me about your tea because I saw you drinking tea or you have teas. Address your teas for a minute because I love tea. I want to know. Me too. I'm obsessed with tea. And in Ayurveda, yeah. we oftentimes use tea 
as the way that we treat people and help them on their health journey. So I developed one tea called deep sleep tea, and it's so rich with adaptogenic herbs like ashwagandha and brahmi. So these will help relax the mind and relax our system for a better quality night's sleep. Then I designed one called hormone rebalance tea because everyone suffering with menopause and hormone imbalances is really struggling right now. And if we can just reduce that cortisol, support our system in kind of quieting down all the noise, then we don't have to struggle as much with hormone issues or night sweats or um, hot flashes and the things that people complain about the most. Yeah. Do people worry about, there's no caffeine in these, right? So you're, you're drinking them. None. Got it. Okay. And, right. and you're going to drink tea. that in yeah, hormone rebalance tea is a green jasmine tea. And I do tell people, please cut your caffeine use by 3 or 4 p.m. latest because you don't want to impact the quality of your sleep. And then I developed one final tea called Metabolism Boost. And that one's a matcha-based tea. So it has all the herbs to ignite our digestive fire. Got it. And what's that one called? Metabolism Boost. Metabolism, right. Okay. Metabolism. Okay, I'm writing my notes for later. I got it. Okay, um, I want to talk, and I know part of your your um, uh, practice deals with how people uh, feel and being on a healthy path. So a lot of times people say, "Well, I feel fine. Why should I take anything?" Well, what? How do you know you feel fine? Like like you just said a minute ago, you said uh, to help with better sleep. I think a lot of people have no idea how they sleep. Like they think they woke up tired because something happened yesterday, but not because they got restful sleep. So how do we know we're feeling good or I should test some stuff? Sure. I get that answer all the time. People say, I sleep fine. And I always yeah. tell them, please go measure your sleep, get a Fitbit or get an aura ring. I want you to tell me your sleep score. And then if you actually practice what I teach from Ayurvedic medicine, you'll see that that sleep score can go up significantly. And if you were scoring an A or an A plus in sleep, you would feel phenomenal. Like your energy levels, your brain function, your productivity, all of it can change. So I have a lot of people who consult with me just to fix their sleep. The other thing is, Oftentimes we think we're aging and this is just part of life. Like the way we define feeling fine changes through the decades, but we're unwilling to change our habits or our practices or our self-care rituals as we age. And so all of those aches and pains and slowdowns and can't work out the same, can't move the same, all these complaints we have from the inside, we forget that this is inflammaging. This is not aging. It's inflammation. I love that. And if we don't acknowledge that it's inflammation at the root cause of metabolic disease and the root cause of why we're feeling the way we're feeling, then we're not going to address it. We're going to say, I feel fine because we're assuming that that's fine for our age. And so I think it's so powerful to educate people, inspire people, help them understand they need to move. They need profound self-care. They need to honor their circadian rhythm. We must be detoxing annually for preventive health. And that practicing the Ayurvedic lifestyle is one of the most powerful ways we have to not just defy aging, but really reduce that inflammation and age with grace, age while keeping vitality and vibrant energy in place for ourselves. You, um, I, by the way, I hate that our industry uses the term anti-aging. I mean, I'm not against aging. We're aging. You're not going to get around it, right? True. But I want to age gracefully is what I actually want to do, correct? 
yes, I want to age and stay so vibrant from the inside that it doesn't matter that I'm aging. I'm fine with aging. I feel like I'm more successful with age. It's fine. I, I, but I love the idea that like when I go to my gym, all the women are 10, 20 years older than me, but they're stronger than I am. They have more energy than I do. They could last in the workouts longer. That's just an indication to me that we can completely decide how this body ages, how this mind ages. And the whole point of Ayurveda is to bring body, mind, and spirit into alignment using our doshas, usually using our mind-body constitution. So there's such powerful tools available if we choose to use them and learn about them and apply them to ourselves. Um, let me ask you about inflammation because I know this is a huge part of aging and Ayurvedic medicine has always been very oriented to help. But as we age and you get inflammation in your body, it kind of breaks everything down. Well, what do you do? What's the go-to to help with inflammation? Sure. So what we don't realize is we set off the like light switches in our body of inflammation in our 20s. The way my advisors taught it to me is those systems, that inflammatory response, that chronic low-grade persistent fire kicks off in our 20s. So it's on, it's causing little damage here, there, and everywhere. And until our 40s, 50s, 60s, we don't start to hear the symptoms loud enough and when we finally go to the doctor, they say, you have something-itis. You have arthritis, bursitis, gastritis, colitis, name an itis. All those itises that all the subspecialties name for us, those are inflammation. Itis is inflammation. And so we have a choice much earlier in the game to look at our environmental factors, food, detox rituals, exercise and movement, connection to mother nature, sleep to fix that. If we're not sleeping well, we're not going to clear inflammation, period. It's going to stay there overnight. We're not going to clear the lymphatic system or the glymphatic system. Our body can't repair and rejuvenate. If we're going to eat all the top inflammatory foods out there every day, like sugar, like alcohol, like gluten, dairy, sometimes red meat for people, if you're going to eat the inflammatory foods, you'll keep adding inflammation in the system. If your water quality, air quality, and environmental toxic burden on the body is too significant, you'll stay inflamed. And if you're stressed, you'll stay inflamed as well. So we have a lot of opportunities to shift our lifestyle. And by shifting it, we can create that change of shutting off inflammation in the body. And then it won't run rampant like a fire. We're speaking today with Dr. Shivani Gupta. She's super smart. Can you tell? She's an Ayurvedic practitioner, an author, a speaker, a formulator, amazing person. You can reach out to her at Visionary Formulas. Dot com or her name, which is spelled S-H-I-V, Shiv, A-N-I, Shivani Gupta, G-U-P-T-A.com, Shivani Gupta.com. And I, I actually would tell you, you should, this is ridiculous. You should listen to this podcast and then go find out everything you can about what she's doing, because this is part of being healthy as we grow. And it's so critical. Shivani, in the few minutes we have left, I have a couple of things I want to address with you. You mentioned movement a minute ago. Okay, I'm sitting now, but this is actually a stand-up desk, and I spend 90% of my day on my feet with my wireless headset moving. I'm not good. sitting down. We walk the dog in the morning. I, I'm not a good person sitting, probably why I haven't been on jury duty, because I always ask them to give me a stand-up desk, but... Um, how important is movement 
to age? Oh, it's key. We, the motion, I always say motion is lotion. One of my favorite mentors always says that if we are not going to be in motion and move the lymphatic system, move all of our cellular fluid, we're not going to keep ourselves limber and flexible. We're just going to stiffen up and age over time. I meet people and I sometimes say, you have Tin Man syndrome. Like you need some WD-40. You need some um, oxidative stress support. We need to reduce that oxidation, reduce that inflammation and get you moving. So I prefer that everyone moves in nature every single day. And I think it is the best medicine for us. Yeah, I'm a, a big fan of, of movement. I just find it hard to believe that people give up on working out or or they're couch potatoes, right, is the old expression. But um, I would say, number one, get a dog so you can go for a walk. But True. number two, it's it's about breathing also, right? I love being out. At, like, we live in Arizona now, and it's today it's 90. It's a pure blue sky. It's spectacular out. I, I walked this morning. I came home. I worked out. It To me, it's getting the metabolism moving is such a critical uh, part of the day, but I always tell people, go for a walk. You can start with 15 minutes down to the corner and back. It doesn't have to be a big deal. Similar with Ayurvedic medicine, take some small steps, right? Like get some tea, buy a couple oils, get started, right? Exactly, exactly. It is tiny little steps that add up to our entire lives. And self-care rituals from Ayurveda, like tongue scraping, takes 15 seconds. It takes no time drinking a cup of tea. I teach something called tea time is me time. Just stop in your day and anchor into yourself and check in with your intuition while you sip a delicious cup of tea and you'll see your whole life change. These are simple habits we can practice. Um, I love it. Make it a habit. By, this is the good habit, not the bad habits, right? So start. Okay. Here's my last thing. You talked, we talked multiple times about sleep. In Alan's world, sleep is everything. Um, I'm knocking on wood because I'm I'm one of those guys. I sleep seven or eight hours a night. I get up, nothing hurts in my body. I I sleep solid. I know this is too much information, but for men of a particular age, I don't even get up to pee at night. I mean, I'm wow. just, I'm out. And I know that a lot of people that I talk to are like feeling ragged. I'm not, and they don't, always attribute it to sleep. So give me one or two things we can share with people that says this will help with better sleep. Yeah, you're right. People probably don't tie their symptoms to sleep. How crazy no. is that? Brain fog, exhaustion, overeating, cravings, you know, mental fog. These things can all be tied to sleep. One thing is treat your bedtime like it is the most important time of day. When we put kids to bed, if anyone has kids, you know, that you do a whole song and dance around them going to bed, closing the shades, doing the essential oils, playing the music, shower, massage, all the things, pajamas, bedtime. But as adults, we think we can just shut off the lights and magically fall asleep. That doesn't make any sense. Create a ritual around it that you honor as your nightly ritual for bedtime. Another big one is stop dinner by seven, stop all work and activities by eight, Get your house settled by nine so that all you do is practice your self-care rituals for sleep for that last hour. Wind yourself down, read something positive so your mind is chewing on something positive at night, not negative and that's going to disturb your mind and sleep. And then go to bed by 10 because 10 to 2 is the most effective time of day to sleep for our bodies to detox and clear inflammation. That 
stopping eating is really critical, right? You can't Absolutely. be snacking at 830 or putting your body doesn't need food to go lay down. Correct. Correct. And you don't want to distract it with digesting. If it's focused on no. digesting, it's not focusing on clearing inflammation. Okay, Shivani, we just run 20 minutes longer than I like to, but we I haven't even finished with all the questions I have, so we'll have to do this again. My listeners, please reach out to Dr. Shivani Gupta. She is so interesting. Again, you can reach her at Visionary. That's with an F. Fusionary. No, it's That's Fusionary, not Visionary. Let me start. You should have another site called Visionary Formulas, okay? Fusionary with an F, as in Frank, fusionaryformulas.com or her name, Shivani Gupta, G-U-P-T-A.com. Shivani, thank you so much. I can't wait to do this again with you. Thank you. And friends, remember, please be kind to one another.